Awesome. Well, this is uh, episode two of Esports, etc. with uh, Cardinal Esports here at Ball State University. Uh, today, it's going to be a, kind of a special episode compared to the last one where we're just going to talk about uh, the admins and all the executive members on who really runs the organization here uh, on campus and just how we get things to work. Uh, so today, first of all, I got our club sponsor. Uh, I have her going first just because, you know, she's without her help and getting everything situated and uh, running with on top of our president back when we first started, uh, we really wouldn't have even had a, a start. So uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi guys, uh, my name is Renee Clear, and I think you give me too much credit, Nate. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a professor here at Ball State, and uh, one day some guy showed up at my door and said, hey, we wanna start an esports club. And I said, hey, can I be a part of that? Why do you think he came to you? Why of all his other professors or other professors that he knows, why did he think he came to you? I was actually, I had only been on campus for two weeks. I had just landed the job here at Ball State. And um, part of my research in the past, I study the relationship between gamers and game developers. And uh, the last school I was at, I used to teach classes about game development. So um, apparently Chase started asking around like who might be interested in being a faculty advisor for us and apparently he actually met somebody who knew I was new to campus and the rest is history as they say. So you said so you talked you uh, you taught a class about game development and the like. Uh, so clearly you said that was at your pro- past job. Yes. Uh, so what kind of like game development were like were you interested in or were you teaching and like why was that your career that you decided that you wanted to teach at a university level so primarily i teach uh, front-end web development so um uh in the past i've taught classes on doing games or creating games using javascript so mainly web-based games mostly kind of mobile gaming that kind of thing you know the kind of thing your mom plays yeah, well, and, and some of us still do coolmath.com <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> all right um but i also i like i said i study the relationship between game developers and gamers and so i was teaching a um, kind of a psychology sociology based class looking at the kind of some of those relationships um, as well as how players interact in the game. Cool. So obviously you seem really interested in games. So growing up, what was your experience with games and like what was the game that, you know, really turned you on to other games and wanted you to do game development in the first place? So I'm going to give away my age here, but uh, the year that Atari was sold at Christmas, like for the first time, my dad bought an Atari and I was 10 years old. And I think my brother and I and our cousins played Space Invaders and and Asteroids and all those really awesome games probably for two weeks straight without stopping it was we had to work up a schedule according to you know who got to play next and who was playing the winner and it just went from there um primarily i'm a i like sandbox gaming uh, you know sims and i'll I'll admit to the spore (laughs) you know a little spore (laughs) action there but um i don't have as much time to play anymore which is why i really enjoy being with you guys because i get to enjoy what you do without actually having to embarrass myself behind a behind a controller so do you you said you don't really have the time to play anymore but if you still had time to play and 
Skyrim. Skyrim. What's oh, yeah. so, what's so interesting to you about Skyrim and why? Uh, you and know, I, I like, like what is Skyrim actually for everyone that doesn't know what Skyrim it, is. You know, we're talking about role playing games, right? We're talking about kind of this fantasy world. We're talking about incredible graphics and um, great g- gameplay. And there's nothing there that just isn't appealing to me. Um, and I like games with a story. I like games where people can interact um, and play over a period of time. The other thing that I'm really into right now is No Man's Sky. My mm, stepson plays. It and it's just so beautiful and amazing. And it just seems endless um, with the updates. So, yeah, I might get pulled back in. I just have to get a little more research done this year, guys, and then I'll come play with you. Awesome. Uh, well, bringing it back to um, kind of like a more modern-day type deal uh, with the club, what what exactly do you, do you do for the club and the organization, and, like, what are your goals and your visions that you want to see throughout, you know, the current staff after, not really staff, but the current members after they've been graduated and how, like, what do you want to see with the club as it progresses through the members and through the years? I think my main goal is to be here is to support you all and to see what it is that you want to do. And right now, I'm really excited. I mean, we had an amazing leadership under Chase that got us started, and now we have this amazing leadership under Corbin that we're moving towards making this more official, that the university will recognize you not just as a student organization, but something that's bigger, that's part of a bigger phenomenon. And whatever that turns out to be, I'm here to support you and you know, fight the paperwork battles and whatever else you need to make that happen. So I'm super excited. Look at you. You're doing a podcast. <laughs> and, um, you know, we had a group this week do the Rocket League thing, which I'm sure one of you will probably talk about a little bit in a minute here. This is super exciting time to be involved. And I feel just lucky to be a part of to be a part of all this. And so. You mentioned a little bit like what it means to you, but what other events do you see that like, that we what you want to produce or want to see us produce and do well? Uh, just you know, just to hear your opinion on a couple things. Well, we had our invitational last April, our first invitational, and other Indiana schools showed up, and that was really cool. And um, we're gearing up to do that. Um, we've got a little bit of funding now uh, that Corbin applied for, so we can start actually putting out some official materials that were here. Um, It's just, there's a lot that can be done. I really want to see you guys move to a point where you have your own identity, not just as a student organization, and you are officially recognized by the university, and you are supported to be able to go to tournaments and um, to do the things that you do, you know, have the resources you need to practice, it, it, it's it's hard that you're not really considered a sport as far as Ball State goes, and but you're so much more than a student organization. So where does that put you? And I just would like to see that special space carved out. And if that means you know working our way up the chain and and educating people about what you do, this is a great way to start. Something like a podcast. This is a great way to start. Oh, yeah. That's what, uh, from the last podcast, we talked about a little bit with uh, Corbin and Alex, who will be here on later. 
Uh, we talked about what the podcast would do for us as an organization a little bit. We talked about it for, I think, briefly a couple minutes. Um, and we'll talk about that here later just to expand on that. Cool. And uh, so give us a little bit, just a day in the life of being uh, – <laughs> you know, what you do here with the club and being the, uh, the teacher sponsor for us? Oh, so, I mean, like today I went through um, the channels, the paperwork to try to reserve a space for us for our invitational. Um, there's a lot of things that we have to do, even our weekly meetings, just to get organized and have a space for you guys to, to work. Um, it's always fun to log on to the Discord if I haven't been on for a day or two just to see what's going on and who's doing what. What's really cool is I'm starting to get people in my classes who are active in Cardinal Esports and just having them come up after class and being like, oh my gosh, we did this and this is going on. And, and so it used to be I would just get the information on Discord or when I would see you guys at the meeting. And now I'm starting to see actual people around me, actual students in my classes get involved. Oh, yeah. hundred percent agree. Like uh, there's a kid in my comm class who just the other day just had a general message in, you know, in the gen chat and was like, anybody else have comm lecture at three o'clock? And I was like, I do. And he was like... <laughs> I knew it was you. Like, I saw your laptop. I sat behind you last class, and I just wanted to make sure there was someone in here. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, me. It was me, actually. He goes, I saw you. You were typing out an email or something. And I'm like, that's exactly what I was doing. And it's true because <laughs> I, I know you guys by your names um, that you use when you game, right? Your handles. What do you call them? Tags. 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 Yeah, tags are gamer tags. See, that's embarrassing. I should know that. Um, yeah, I know you by your tags, but I also know you as like, hey, hey, yeah. Nate. Yeah, it's, especially too, and it's it's a deeper level of interesting, even though it kind of makes you feel like a you know like a a bad person when you see somebody in the Discord and like that's all you know them by is like their tag name, and it's like, oh yeah, me and uh, that dude killer six seven four, we really had some great games last night, and we ate lunch the other day. Yeah. Don't know his name, though. Don't know his name. <laughs> I think that would be different if we could get a space, you know, if we yeah. could get, the, get that resource space that you guys could have a common area where you could see each other face to face and not just play virtually all the time. Well, I mean, goals for the future. Goals. <laughs> have our own little lab room. Hashtag goals. Awesome. Uh, well, is there anything else that you want to say before I get you the all clear? Nah, I just out? love you guys. I'm so <laughs> proud of what you've done. and I We love you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really super proud of everything you've done, particularly in this last year. I, I, I brag about you all the time. I do. I'm like a mom. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Renee. Um, and that would be our staff advisor for hey. Carnley Sports. Good luck. Thank you. And uh, for our second guest returning from the first podcast, we have uh, Corbin Creedon. Uh, he is our president here at Cardinal Esports. Yes, I am uh, the uh, current president yeah. of Cardinal Esports. So go ahead and tell us about yourself uh, a little bit from what you didn't say from the last podcast. Well, um, don't really remember what I said in the last <laughs> podcast. Uh, we'll do we'll do a quick Corbin Creedon origin story. Um, I was born in a small town called Oakland City. Uh, after I graduated high school, I went to Ball State, kind of 
hung out in Neuer dorm a little bit, and by hung out, I mean lived there. Um, and I went to uh, the student fair, and I saw my RA uh, part uh, at the uh, esports table, Cardinal Esports, and I was super intrigued. So uh, I talked to him about it, and I and before all this, I didn't really know too much about esports, and I talked to him. And he told me a little bit. I was super interested. So I joined a part of their exec team. I started off as the Overwatch coordinator. Um, I kind of oversaw some events. We did some stuff through TESPA. I was also part of the team. That was super, super fun. Um, And then we got more and more attention. So we got more and more coordinators. And I was bumped up from Overwatch coordinator to chief of coordinators, kind of what Larch is doing right now. And... I oversaw the coordinators, made sure they got what they needed. Uh, if there's any discrepancies or problems, they could come to me, and I would help them figure it out. Uh, and recently this year, after our previous president, Chase, um, after he graduated, I, you know, we held elections. Um, I won, and I got the president role. Uh, ever since then, I've been trying to continue on with our goal of mostly just adhering to our mission statement of bringing more attention uh, to esports from the Ball State community, not only as, like, a whole from the students, but also a whole from, like, the Ball State uh, faculty as well. Awesome. And uh, what's your major? You didn't really... Oh, my major, uh, it's kind of funny. It doesn't really relate too much to computer or uh, to esports, but it's uh, computer science. I'm a computer science major. That's close enough. That's a good... A little bit. It gets in there with the gaming. A little bit. It's mostly for, like, programming, but... When it comes to programming, you also need to be really good at designing things because you're constantly making a new thing every day just by coding something. So you have to learn good etiquette and good design and what the consumer wants. And I can kind of bring that knowledge over to designing uh, not, not designing events and how to go about things going forward for getting stuff set up for Cardinal Esports, which I've done a ton of this year, and um, it's been lots of fun. And I can kind of just group up all my knowledge together and use it for the betterment of this organization, and that's what it's really all about to me. So growing up, what were games like to you? What was that game that you uh, vividly remember playing in your boxers when you were like a wee little lad? Oh, man, (laughs) I... I was kind of a loser, man. Uh, I didn't really get outside too much. wasn't too into it. I uh, wasn't really too much into physical activity I mean, as well. Of course not. We're gamers. <laughs> so I kind of, kind of reclused in the uh, gaming <laughs> lifestyle pretty early. Uh, I actually have pictures of me when I was four, hanging out on just playing on the carpet, playing some Mario Kart 64, or playing some Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past on the SNES. Those were the good old <laughs> days. And that's really where my love for video games kind of started. And when I found out about eSports, I was like, wow, this is pretty amazing that uh, video games have come this far, just not only in the sense of the video game world, but also like the world of culture, because this is this has like been previously had in like South Korea and China, and they have a huge eSports following and it's currently coming over to the US, so I'm super excited about it. And that's kind of how I've been ever since I found out about eSports. I just wanted to know more and more about mm-hmm. video games and eSports, and that 
esports has more or less kind of rekindled my desire to learn more about video games like I was when I was younger. And those games that you want to play esports on, but not like, you know, just certain games like Zelda and Mario Kart necessarily don't really have an esports following. Yeah. Um, so, like, what was that game for you that were like, wow, this game and esports, this um, game played competitively? This game is awesome. The first the first game that I started actually playing competitively was League of Legends. Um, I was very intimidated by it at first, and I saw a bunch of people playing it, mostly through Twitch and through YouTube, and I was like, you know what? I'll give this a shot. I'll learn it, and I'll see if I like it. And I played, and I got really super into it for probably about like a three- or four-year span where I played it, and I played competitively, and... For a majority of those years, probably like two, I didn't even know much about esports. And then they started talking more about it through the League of Legends game and through League of Legends channels. But I didn't really quite get it up until I went to college and learned about it through Chase and through the organization here. But that was like the first ever game I started playing competitively. And I've also sunk a lot of money into buying skins and champions <laughs> and stuff. Uh, I just recently checked. I'm not going to lie. I did recently check it the other day because I was curious. You can go check, see how much money you've put into it at like a certain site. And I've put $1,000 into oh, the game. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of nuts. That is kind of nuts. That's I a lot of money. That's a, that's a little secret <laughs> that you and I and everyone in this room and whoever's listening to this podcast, now you know my dirty secret. Oof. Yeah. Well, that's a... Wow. I yeah. don't even know how to get off of that. But... uh it's it's really troublesome yeah. to me knowing it's funny because it wasn't even just like imagine just spending a little bit of money on League of Legends mm-hmm. like kind of bi-weekly over a course of four years and that's kind of how it got to it was um, but that just kind of goes to show how much you can put into esports you know like that I was just one consumer and I loved the game a lot and it was pretty much the only game I played so I didn't really mind putting money into it because it was also free to play and there was no yeah. subscription so that was super cool unlike other games such as World of Warcraft mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So being the president of Cardinal Esports, that must mean you must play an awful lot of games, right? I I play many video games. Um, I always I always jump from game to game. I'm not really much. I don't stick to one game too often unless it really really captures my wants and desires. Like something like Dragon Ball Fighters. I'm still super into that <laughs> game. Uh, I play it a lot. Uh, Super Smash Brothers has also been like a game I'm always willing to play at any time. Um, but anytime like a new game that comes out, I always give it a look, whether or not I play it or I watch stuff about it, because I need to know more about it to become more of a gaming enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Because I love video games. Video games are a very important part of my life because. I played them a lot as a kid. They were kind of my escape from the everyday life of school and yeah. chores and no girlfriend, stuff like that. You I mean, know? yeah, and essentially a video game is just a book that you can play. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's I what mean, I like to think about it. As in, like, it's got the story and it's got the characters and it's got the, you know, the plot development and, you know, the character development just as much as any book would. But except it, the only difference is you're not sitting there reading it and straining your eyes. You're, uh... Playing, playing it on a screen and then killing your eyes. Yeah, just <laughs> destroying your eyes. Uh, so what's what's the game that's in for you right now? What what game is, is your go-to 
um, just just right now? Well, as of February eighth, uh, my go-to game is currently Apex Legends. <laughs> many many people have been talking about it recently. It's one of the newer battle royales that just came out, free to play. It's from the from Respawn Entertainment. They made Titanfall, uh, Titanfall two, bunch of underrated games I would say because they didn't get too much attention because they came out uh, with like releases of other other popular games. The first Titanfall I like to brag this fact uh, just because you know it's awesome it shows Mm -hmm. how interesting I am Uh, the first Titanfall was the initial release game for the Xbox One as soon as it went out. I remember uh, And that, that was the game that was out before Halo and was out before Call of Duty and pretty much out before anything else. I think it was Titanfall and FIFA were like yeah, the first yes. two games out on Xbox. And like, if you wanted to play on that brand new Xbox that you just bought, it was one of those games. Mm-hmm. And then like Titanfall was such a big deal back then just because there was nothing out, but also because it was a really good game and it did a whole bunch of stuff, uh, a whole bunch of new things that you've never seen before and you know, in a video game, and on top of that, you got this really awesome, powerful console, and it just blew everything out the water. So, looking back at games like that, what was what's a game that may not be in for you right now, but just if you're having a bad day, say you're you know the girlfriend left you, or like a dog died, or just something horrible, like you're oh, just like you're real just down. Like, what's a game that that you've had over the years, or maybe just recently that you just Whenever you were feeling sad or just upset and pissed off at the world, that you could just go home and play and then lose yourself for a couple hours with a box of pizza and maybe some Chinese food. Oh man, uh, that's that's kind of an easy answer. There's always there's always one game that I go back to. You know, if I'm having a rough day and I'm just like, man, I I just kind of want to sit down, you know, eat some food, relax, and just kind of enjoy the rest of my day i'll load up some like sims <laughs> like it feels it feels a lot better when i have control of someone else's life and i can just tell them to go burn some mac and cheese and go take a shower it's, it's definitely a lot more relaxing because i can kind of look at it in comparison to my life it's like oh my life's not really so bad this lady doesn't have a fridge <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is like this is <laughs> she doesn't have a fridge. Well, that was my laugh for tonight. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to crack you up too bad. <laughs> well, I had a question and then I, I did that and then I forgot it. Um, it's all good. It I was can... going to be a question that related to video games, and it was a question that was going to, resp- uh, you know, have you uh, give a response for a minute or two. Just trying. Look at you stalling. What it would be. I know. It's, uh, well, it's, while, while you try to remember that, uh, I'd like to talk about one of the things that kind of happened this week, more or less, yeah, go in, ahead. for our organization and, like, eSports. Uh, we just recently collaborated with, like, SportsLink to do one of our first ever broadcasts of a mix between eSports athletes and uh, Ball State cardinal athletes like for basketball and football and volleyball uh we just had a collab with them where they played a bit of rocket league together and i'm a big fan of rocket league it's really incredible some of the cool stuff you can do in that game uh just with like car driving Mm -hmm. mechanics and it's really really cool i didn't get to watch the event unfortunately but uh i heard it had some pretty spectacular reviews i'm sure we're gonna hear more about that later from my good friend sam but your good friend Sam, my good friend. <laughs> um, and I also remembered the question now. Excellent. So, uh, are you multiplayer 
or a single player gamer? They they definitely both have a different niche and I like both the niches, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to play a single player game. I'm also not afraid to load up a multiplayer game and play with a couple of randos or my friends, but again, that kind of goes to show the beauty of like video games cuz if I'm in a really introverted mood and I just kind of want to relax again, I'll like load up some Skyrim or some Sims or um a good old-fashioned Breath of the Wild. But if I'm feeling multiplayer, I I'll play a little bit more like I don't like playing casual multiplayer games. You know, yeah. I'm more it's of like a competitive you're in one. It, like you're in it to win. Mm, it, I'm in it to win else. it. Yeah, I can get pretty competitive when it comes to online oh, yeah. multiplayer games. I don't understand people who would be like, "Oh yeah, it's okay. We lost. That's not it's not a big deal. Not okay. That's not okay. I don't understand those people that can be like that. This is this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, one last question or two. Of um, course. The, what's what's a day in the life? Uh, at Cardinal Esports, being the president, like, <sighs> what 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 do you do to make this thing happen? Well, a day in the life of me, uh, I always wake up, and one of the first things I do after I wake up and you know get the sand out of my eyes, I always check my email. Uh, I check both my email, and depending if I have enough time, if I didn't hit the snooze button fifteen times, I'll check uh, our um, organizational email um, and. I always have Discord on my phone, so throughout the day I always check Discord to see if I have any messages or see if any interesting things are happening on channels that I like to frequent. Uh, I always, uh, today I had to send out an email, uh, a response to uh, Sean Sullivan from Athletics Department. Uh, I'm always trying to keep in touch with people, make sure that I always have something in the works. I don't like to be too stagnant, mm-hmm. especially with this organization, because I wanted to see it grow and prosper. And with only two remaining years that I have here, uh, well, year and a half now, but I want to I want to make esports the best that I could possibly make it. All right, and probably just one final, the final one, question. The, yeah, the final question. What what the goals? What do you want this club to be like in the last two years that you're going to be here, assuming that you'll be president for the last two? Assuming. And then after you graduate, what do you want you know, to still be quite a big deal here with the club? And what, like, what do just, you want to see come out of it? My, my goal ever since the beginning of becoming presidency is that I want to give players that join an organization the agency to be able to play in the events that they want to play in and to be a part of the games that they want to be a part of. One of the biggest things that I hear from players that aren't able to attend events or aren't able to like uh, play game nights with us is that they're always so busy with school and homework and stuff. And I always want to kind of help alleviate that by giving them resources that they can use, like tutors or even just like scheduled study hours. And that's kind of been one of the things that I've kind of been pushing for not only in the organization but like with different uh different faculty members to see if i can get like a practice room or even like a study room so i'm always constantly just trying to do something to help make it easier for our members to be a pretty good part of the video game community without having to lose any of the um any of the incentive to be a good student because that's that's the biggest priority if if i if i want students to be able to do their best in college while also enjoying their time here that's kind of it really because 
it's such a changing experience going to college and I want it to be the best for them and that's what I want to see whenever I leave hopefully I'll hopefully I'll have that I'll have that before hopefully, I leave yeah. you got two years so I mean, a lot can happen in two years uh, yeah semesters. it's already kind of in the works really so we'll see Maybe, by, maybe when this podcast comes out, I'll have more information about it. <laughs> but until then, uh, listeners, just enjoy the mysterious um, kind of visage of how we're going about things. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, thanks, Corbin, for being on here. It was my pleasure, today. really. Um, any final final word that you want to give out or anything before you, you know, you're good to go? I don't think so. Uh but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's an interesting final word then, I guess. Uh, thanks for being here. Oh, it's, it was my pleasure being here. It's so good to talk all the time. All right. And up next, we have guest number three, Alex Glavin, my boy, Larch. Uh, thank intru- you. Introduce yourself a little bit. Say, what's, uh, say what you're all about. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm Alex Glavin. I go by Larch Tree Leppy or just Larch in the Discord because uh, Coordination King is too long of a title and I can't fit my full name because it's too long on top of it. Um, I'm a junior here at Ball State in telecommunication sales and promotions with a comm minor. Um, I I actually went here from 2010 to 2012, like early 2012, and left for five years and came back. So I'm a lot older than pretty much everyone involved in our org and across campus. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm here five days a week and then I work in esports for with ESL um, as kind of a part-time, full-time thing depending on time of year and what they need. So uh, yeah, I'm doing this right now and it's it's busy and I'm panicking over this weekend and how much I have to do, but... Other than that, glad to be. Here. <clears throat> What's this weekend? What's uh, I just have a lot. I have a lot of homework to get done. Like wow, I have like homework two, stuff. Yeah, it's like two papers. I got to get interviews done. I have Ooh, a presentation yeah, I a to paper set. On Sunday. That I'm really excited about the presentation, and it, it, there's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> don't take 19 hours. If if somebody's listening to this and you take uh, one thing away from this podcast, don't ever take 19 hours in a semester. I, just, I mean, I just did uh, 21 hours a couple, like, last semester, I think. Why Not would you do semester, that to like yourself? Last year, I mean. Why? Actually, I why? I don't know. That's a good question. I hated it. <laughs> um, so, tell us a little bit about gaming. Uh, when you were growing up, uh, same question I asked Corbin. Like, what what game do you vividly remember yourself playing from when you were a, lee, a wee little lad and barely walking around the house? So, the the first... I guess not really the first, but but the first system I ever had was an N64, and, and one of my friends, uh, Philip Van Hook, um, who who lived a couple streets over from me, um, brought over his N64 because my parents wouldn't have let us have a system early on because they were just not about the video game thing. They weren't about it. So um, we got an N64 when I was like, I want to say six or seven I was pretty young um, and I remember that Christmas because we got the Donkey Kong Country or the the Donkey Kong 64 version the green one um, and we had two controllers for it and my dad set up a new CRT monitor <laughs> on our kitchen table and plugged the N64 in to, so that we understood like how like so we knew it would work 
Um, and I just remember... I remember that happening like really well. We got Star Wars <laughs> pod racing alongside it, and that game is one of my favorite games ever. Um, but I played that a lot. Um, we had Game Boy Colors. Oh yeah. Um, right when uh, uh, Red and Blue came out for Pokemon, um, played a lot of that. Uh, I had a, uh, a Hot Wheels game that's still to this day one of my favorite racing games. Um, a, a kind of a theme of like my whole gaming career in terms of like how what I've played is mostly racing games. It's like I didn't really actually play uh, uh, Mario Kart sixty four. Actually, I was I was a Donkey Kong or a, a, a Diddy Kong Racing <laughs> and a Kirby, or a Kirby, Kirby ride. Well, yeah, that was GameCube though. That was game, that's yeah, not fair. Still, either way, like, I don't know. But, what but that like is. I played I played Diddy Kong Racing. I played Pod Racing. Uh, Kirby's Air Ride, um, Need for Speed Most Wanted is probably my favorite game of all time. Uh, that game is just spectacular front to back. Uh, I played a lot of Forza. Um, it's a lot, a lot of racing. Like when I look back, I'm like, man, why was I so bad at so many games? It's because I was only playing racing games g- growing up, and I never like got into competitive aspect of racing That's games. True. So, and uh, so. What exactly here at Ball State University do you do for Cardinal Esports? And then, yeah, just what do you do for us? So I'm the head coordinator of all coordinators. So um, we assign coordinators for each major game that we have, like on our Discord and and stuff that people want to compete in or just play casually. Um, So, like, we'll talk to them later. But we have a league coordinator. We have an Overwatch coordinator and junior coordinator. Um... We have a, I guess she's a streaming head more than anything, but um, I kind of, I don't really overlook stuff because she does her own thing, but I'm kind of back up to make sure that coordination happens with the people that need to happen in case she needs something specific from um, one of the the games. Um, So all those people kind of come together. Um, and I, for the most part, I don't do much. I, I shouldn't have to do much if I'm setting things up right and I have the right people because they'll be able to hand it, ha- handle everything. I'll come in if need be or people want to check stuff through me or communication needs to happen between higher people, lower people, whatever we need in our kind of um, tree to have moved around um Communication-wise, is is kind of what I'm in charge of. But for the for the most part, I'm pretty hands-off on most things because the people who are doing stuff know what they're doing. I trust they know what they're doing. If they don't know what they're doing, they'll usually say something to me, um, and I just check in every so often. So I, I'm like a manager that is, I hope, doing my job right <laughs> because I don't have to get that involved in most things. So. Yeah, and that's either a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, we don't really know. Yeah, true. Dun, I also dun, dun. I also did the Mentors for Kids event that we did last week. Yeah, talk about that a little bit. Uh, well, we didn't do it for two days yeah, because the, the weather, weather. Um, the polar vortex uh, tried to kill the Midwest. So um, we didn't have the kids come in Wednesday or Thursday. But we set up uh, three game systems, and we had um, a bunch of elementary school kids come in. And they had um, college mentors with them. And they got to just go around and play games like Minecraft uh, and the best Mario Kart, Mario Kart Double Dash. It's the best. Nobody can tell me it isn't because it's true. Double Dash wins. 
uh, and we had Smash Brothers as well. So they got to go around and play that. On top of that, they also got to stream um, with you and Sax uh, in our streaming section and kind of learn what that looks like and how it goes. Uh, and they got to see themselves on screen, which was oh, yeah. pretty cool. So that, they really liked that. Um, it was it was just a, so funny. Like there was this one girl that just couldn't get over the fact that she was playing a game on camera, so she wouldn't stop looking at the camera and smiling every like two minutes just because she'd forget about it. She'd be playing Minecraft and then be like, "Oh, I'm on camera." Then look up and go, and did she do a big smile? And then she like would forget she's playing the game. And I'm like, "You can you got you, you got a game." She's like, "Oh yeah." And then she get back to the game and then she do it like every five minutes. Oh my gosh. And uh. And it was it was fun. The mentors they were having a blast, like just seeing like the the kids zone out playing their game on the camera, and like it was funny. They, they definitely could multitask doing the camera right. and the game. Right. So it was it was hilarious trying to like a just watch their focus. Really liked the streaming station. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. a lot of them were like, I want to do that again. Um, I I also got good feedback. Uh, I haven't heard from the the person I coordinated it with, but the the head mentor who was there with the kids mm. was like, this is probably the event we're going to hear the most of that the kids were like, we want to do that again. So hopefully, um, if that is the case, we'll hear back from them for um, a future event um, in the fall uh, and probably the spring as well. Because I w- my concern was that it was going to be a lot more than we could handle, but it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Um, so doing two of them a year shouldn't Oh, yeah. ever be I, I liked it that was fun that was something it was easy too like you said like it was just really easy it's to really throw hands up. off oh yeah and then all you well, most of you got to do is just sit there and set up a console and uh just you know just make sure the kids don't strangle themselves yeah. with the cords <laughs> yeah um, or break then, everything yeah and then you know the hardest part about it was doing the streaming because you don't have to be like actively there and telling them about what the certain aspects are and right you know just making sure like you know they get the point yeah that's why it's there in the first place my hope is that they can look at uh everything we're doing and and the sections that like we're showing them how like what esports is like and they take that with them going forward i don't know if that's going to be the case or they're just going to be like i got to play video games yeah and that's it um but i would hope that at least one of them got something out of it Especially too how it's um, when they're our age, when they're twenty years old, growing up, they're gonna have all kinds of new opportunities for gaming and right. stuff like that. Right? That Who knows where it's gonna of. be in the ten years they've got to yeah. grow up? So like, it's hopefully it's as crazy as we Ready think Player it's One be. type. <laughs> right. The next faker comes out of one of those kids, and I can be like, I helped that happen. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so. Give me an example of a game that you've always stuck with throughout the years, that you've always just been like, this is my number one favorite game. This is why I love playing this game. Here's why. Okay, so I have a, I actually have a few. Um, uh, I just asked for one. <laughs> that's, that's too bad because I, I, have, I have more than one because a lot of games have stuck with me for different reasons. Um, my favorite game and what I think is the best sports game ever made uh, is um, NHL Hits 2002. Uh, I had that on GameCube, and two of my sisters and I would play it religiously. Uh, my older sister, Lisa, actually has a hit record that I've never... I can't even fathom how she... She averages like 120 hits in a game, and games are three periods of three minutes. 
in nine minutes, she averages over 120 hits, which is unreal. Like, I think I, in that game, averaged like 75 and she's crushing it. But, <laughs> but like, double. that was one of the games that I could really play with my sisters a lot. Um, yeah. Kirby Air Ride was the other one. We would play that game nonstop. Nobody else seems to understand yeah. how the game works. I played that game for like an hour the other day, and I still had no idea what the hell was going There's, on. It's just some nuance in it. Like, the game, I think, at a basic level is easy to understand, but like, you have to actually put time in to, to really like get the nuance of doing the things you need to yeah, do. Yeah, I suppose that would be the case. Cause like, Obviously, because you got good at it somehow. Right. Like, well, I have, I played a lot. So, um, but those are like two of the big ones because it was time I spent with my sisters playing, and they really like playing those games. Uh, Mario Party was a big staple in our household too. We, pl- I think, I, we've we own the first nine. So, oh wow, that series, especially six, six is probably the best one they ever made. Uh, that's the Sun and Moon one. That one is fantastic from front to back. Um, and then I'd say Most Wanted, Need for Speed Most Wanted, was a game I probably put the most time into. Um, and I wouldn't even put time in like doing the actual story or anything. I would just drive around the city aimlessly for literally hours. And I would see how long I could rack up single chases. And I think my longest chase against the police was like an hour and 45 minutes until I got away. And I just drove around. But I just, I love the map. I love the way it's set up. The AI can be wonky at times, but it's just to me like one of the most pure, fun racing games because the driving is just so smooth and enjoyable. Um, for esports, though, the first esport I got into was StarCraft II. That was the first one where I watched it. I mean, I would get up at 3, 4 in the morning to watch the, the Korean leagues play. And I mean, you you could not stop me from watching it all the time. Uh, that was that was when I first came to school. Actually, I had a good friend named Ben, and he got me really into it. Um, and then I I um, f- from when I was probably about seventeen until I was twenty two ish, I would go to a place in Carmel called Netheads, um, and we would play in house five v fives League of Legends like five six days a week we had people in there literally five six days a week during the summer you couldn't get me out of that building i would be in there six days a week for 12 hours a day and we would just play in houses against each other nonstop. and we people who i i don't smoke cigarettes but people who would we'd go out and talk smack after the games but we're in this net cafe and we just yell at each other across the building we just talk so much smack it was it's one of the the things that I think makes just like f- the fun side of esports and competitive games great is things like that. Like that's what I really that's really what set me to enjoy esports and want to do it more because it just I, I'm never going to forget like those people or like the moments where I was playing fiddlesticks and the surprise party skin came out and I kept ulting on people and I would yell surprise as loud as I could across the building and a dude wanted to actually beat me up <laughs> because he was so angry. I think I went like 12-0-5 in that game or something stupid. And that that was a group of people that were really good at League. Um, but like that moment sticks with me because my friends and I still talk about how mad that dude got and how much fun we were having with me just yelling that constantly. It was so stupid. But like those are the, the best moments and the things that really stick with you. Um, and for me, that's 
just that yeah. environment was the best. Oh yeah, that was your best moment. His his worst. Yeah, know, that, oh, for that sure. he uh, refuses to think about because it has some kind of right. PTSD effect on him, and he we also just doesn't want it to. <laughs> we also would play like uh, cat and mouse in Forza, um, and that was like we we could get like I think we would get eight teams of two, and it was just utter chaos because it's like S classes with like. F classes and you have to get the F classes across the line first so the S classes are just slamming into the the lower tier cars just shooting them around so if you took the motorcycle you'd get knocked off and just reset so you'd never make it to the end it was so much fun I that place was a blast and it's like just getting to do that with people is so much fun Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, especially with stuff like that where it's in-house and everyone that you're playing with is in the room. It's definitely – it's a different experience than playing with somebody, you know, just over the you know, oh, over the sure. internet. Um, if only I had time to play games anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of, what what game is on you, like, right now? Like, if you had time to go home and play a game. Apex. Apex? Apex yeah. Legends. That game is – spectacular right now i will say in terms of what i watch when i do have time um i i watched the lcs um and the lec for league of legends their championship leagues that's uh north america and europe um i watch those i couldn't i can't on fridays but saturdays and sundays i watch absolutely every game um i might not play league like i used to at all in fact i barely play it in the least but I've followed League since it came out, um, and I've I just love the esport. It to me is um, what encapsulates a great league right now in esports. Their graphics are great. Um, there are so many players that are so passionate about the game and so good at it, um, and they have absolutely the best casters. Um, play-by-play and color commentators, panel hosts, and just their content in general is so good front to back that I think that's what really encapsulates not not just a great esport, but a great sport in general. There are so many sports, like with, I watch a lot of hockey, and if you asked me if I like the panel that NBC has, I would tell you, uh, a word I can't say here, uh, and no, because Mike Milbury is the absolute worst panelist on the face of the earth, and you cannot change my mind on that. He's terrible. Uh, and so I think there's flaws with a lot of leagues like that, but league to me, whether it be North America or Europe or any of the Korean or Chinese leagues, they have the just best hosts and people across the board working on their stuff. Awesome. Well, um, kind of running long. So of final. Fi- long. It's I, me. I know it's you. You went long last time too. I always go so long. So I was gonna ask you just one last thing. Um, what are your thoughts for the club, and like what what do you do that you wish you could do better, or wish that you could do, and just. You know, what do you want to see your position becoming as you uh, get on with your school life and graduate? Well, I, I, me personally, I think I should be doing better on a couple things. And especially with how many people we've had come in and how many new games we have set up, I need to be better about getting coordinators and set up people. Um, I do think that the people we have are great 
at what they do. And I'm really glad that I can be as hands-off as I am because I don't want to be constantly micromanaging because I don't think that's what this position is about. Um, I, th- I think it's just about making sure everyone's chickens are in a row when they need to be. Because these guys who will be on shortly are so good at doing what they do, it makes my life easier. So so for me, if I can keep this going and make it better and make the coordination even better across all games that we offer to people, um, and that I can make sure that teams are being set up and matches are played and all that... Um, without really having to be hands-on, that's all I'm looking for. Coordination is extremely important and communication is extremely difficult. And getting that to happen is probably the hardest thing within an organization to do properly. So I just want to come out of this position um, for whoever were to take it over in the future, um, having a good idea of what it looks like and what needs to happen so that they can be in a position to succeed like I hopefully am able to as we move forward. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, Larch. That was, uh, I mean, that was awesome. You elaborated on everything that I asked you and then uh, filled I, in some later input. I try. <laughs> I did say I'm a comm miner. Yeah, so. yeah. You do a lot of, you never disappoint. When if, I'm, if I'm ever looking to have some podcasts with a bunch of filler talk and it's going to be <laughs> short one, I'm always looking, looking for you. Two hours. <laughs> I am your man. Awesome. Well, uh, this is large, everybody. This is our uh, coordination king. And uh, thank you for your time. Thank Thanks for you. Coming. Good All right. So after, uh, after, after large, now we have two of our wonderful uh, admins. We have our social media admin, and then we also have our, our streaming and just production manager, I guess you should say. Uh, so why don't you guys uh, introduce yourself? You can fight with whoever's going first. Hello. My name is uh, Austin. I am the social media admin. Uh, hi. I, I'm Samantha Eldridge. I am the production administrator for Cardinal Sports. Cool. And uh, give me just in the two-minute elevator speech of what you guys do. Like, What's your guys' uh, positions here and like what of your time goes into this? Basically, my time goes into finding out what all the coordinators are up to and then making social media posts about it so that we can get all the views that we can. Um, I also try to get as much graphical work done for social media as possible. Is All that, right, and Sam. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he, he, he looked at me and he like he was like he shrugged and kind of like threw his hand over and he was like, I, I mean, I, I guess. I mean, this, was, uh, was that am I, is that all? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So when I first started out in this in this gig, I was the the streaming admin, and basically what I did was I just got it got a group of people together to stream on our twitch but now that has since expanded i've started like a full-on production team and so i i'm in charge of all these guys who are creating that sweet content for uh youtube and twitch and just everything in between and also just kind of uh representing our organization like the face kind of the face of our organization because we have to when people look at videos and stuff that's the first thing they'll see of our, our our org yeah, especially too, like with esports too. It's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting thing on like how you get viewership because a lot of the stuff that we do is only for like just streamed just for that day, unless mm-hmm. someone records it or whatever, and then or it's just an event within you know within the campus. But uh, I mean, a lot of this 
like what the video production stuff that you guys do it's awesome because it's thank you it's just highlight clips and you know and reels of you know awesome gameplay that has our name on it and you're like yeah. wow they got some good players yeah I'm maybe really we should uh, look into that. that so uh awesome with the social media and stuff what kind of what what's a day in the life of grabbing uh, social media content and figuring out stuff that i don't know anything about because <laughs> i don't know social media well basically the first step is I always check the content calendar. I am always double checking, making sure that I have the right dates, the right times, the right locations, and the right links, because without that, then we have <laughs> no content. But um, after that, I will sometimes, if there's not, if I'm unsure about the, the post on the schedule, I'll contact coordinators and I'll go ahead and make a social media post. Um, right now, I'm currently working on Instagram and redesigning our layout because that is the next social media that we need to step into, I believe. What are we on right now? Right now, it's all about Twitter and Facebook. I'm a I'm a, I'm a young old soul, so I'm all about Facebook. Yo, hit us with those links. Yeah, give us <laughs> what's those, the uh, what's those the links. handles and stuff, dude. Say them out dude. loud. Say them out loud. <laughs> it's, uh, Twitter, they'll be in the description too if you're watching this and wanna. Yeah, for for Twitter, yeah. it's at BSU Esports. For Facebook, it's also BSU Esports. So you can find that. Oh yeah. Not not Boise State Esports. Not Boise or, State. Uh, you definitely need what's to. What's the other one? Type out Ball State Esports because you, otherwise you'll be going to Boise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny too because they're also Cardinals, I believe. So like it's it's real trippy when you type in just BSU esports because then you get like three different Cardinals and three different entities coming up, and you're like one of these is right. That's <laughs> that's all it is. I believe um, if you search up Cardinal esports, the second link is us because the first <laughs> one is not us, and I was very confused about that for the <laughs> longest time. <laughs> Uh, to reiterate, uh, Cardinal Esports is our Facebook title, and BSU Esports is our Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. So, uh, Sam, tell us a little bit about the streaming life. Tell us a little bit about the video production content YouTube life. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so the first thing I do every every day is uh, I always check the Discord because um, that's where all of my guys sort of uh, co- collaborate and get into one spot get all their ducks in a row and just kind of uh collaborate work and listen is that song i don't know anywho uh (laughs) but but yeah so uh, i check discord and then uh if if uh, i i create schedules so um i have both a streamer schedule and a youtube schedule and so i have the dates that streamers are supposed to go live um and then I also have the dates when uh, YouTubers are supposed to submit videos to me. And then I have the dates when they go live. So those are two different things. And then I also coordinate different events for streaming. So I, I, I'm currently working on a giveaway stream. Um, I'm working really closely with the, the sports link thing that we're doing. And then uh, I do workshops as well, uh, mm-hmm. kind of teaching uh, people who want to get into streaming about like what it takes, the different things you need, like different tips that you can do to get into the to the world of streaming. So that's kind of what I do daily. Uh, lots of emails, lots of communicating. It's it's big boy stuff, you know? 
Oh yeah, some hard <laughs> hardcore intense stuff because there's a lot of that goes behind actually putting up a YouTube video. There's, you know, mm-hmm. the actual the person that makes it, and then you, there's an editor for it, be it the same person that makes it or somebody else. And then it's got to, you know, go through you and then go through, uh, you know, the YouTube stuff. And sure. whether or not it does good after that, I mean, that's just up to uh, how good the content is. Yeah, check us out <laughs> on YouTube and Twitch. You know what? D- plug all the stuff. So we're on tw- <laughs> we're on Twitch at uh, Cardinal Esports, twitch.tv slash Cardinal Esports, and YouTube. Just search up Cardinal Esports. I think we're the only ones so probably either way the links will be in the description uh and if you miss it they're also on the last one uh so i mean if you're feeling feisty then you can go back and uh look at that one for the links instead of looking below so it's it's up to you really uh so (sighs) generic question uh what's your guys favorite games uh, Austin, what, what's what's the game that you got playing right now, and why is it fun to you? And then Sam, what's uh, what's the game that you're streaming, and what's what's why is that fun to you? So Austin, you want to go ahead and start that? Well, honestly, after this, I'm gonna go home and play some Apex Legends. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Apex Legends has really got me tied up right now. I just I'm sucked into the battle royale, and I feel like it's just done right. Yeah. I, it really has a feel that I enjoy with the skills that are involved with all the all the first person aspects, which is what I was started on, essentially when I was younger. I will probably also be playing some Smash later tonight as well, though. All right, and Sam, what about you with the streaming and all that? Uh, so what I stream right now is mainly Apex and <laughs> oh, also <laughs> and also Fortnite. Uh, and then oh, that's I, fine. Let's go back to full time Apex. Oh, full time <laughs> Apex. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that is a great game. Can I can I just say that that's a great? I I don't think you've heard it enough. This game literally. This yeah. game, if if we haven't said it enough, it's a fantastic game, and I just think that. Respawn sponsor, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Respawn, I'm doing a giveaway if you want to hook me up. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, I'll, I'll do that up for you, Austin. You can, uh, I mean, you got the link to the podcast whenever this will go live. And you, you, social media guy, do uh, at, at Respawn. We're at Respawning on this money. one. <laughs> give us games. We want to <laughs> give them away. Uh, but yeah, uh, I can't. I can't say enough good things about it. Obviously, oh, yeah. like it's a starting game. There's, there's, there's flaws. There's some things that just need to be fixed. Specifically, I play a lot of the PS4 version, and I also play the PS- PC version. And going from those two different uh, platforms, I think that there, there are like glitches. I think the PS4 servers are trash right now. Oh yeah. The connectivity is garbage. I can't get into a game and stay in a game. Uh, so, well, the, that's a but, but Xbox doesn't have that problem. <laughs> but Xbox. Uh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a great game. I can't say it enough. Go play it if you haven't. There's 10 million people playing it right now oh, as yeah, of today. 10 million new players in the first 72 hours of the game's release. It's that's free. Insane. It's a free game. Just go and play it, it. Fortnite's free, and it's not. It's better than Fortnite. So there we go. <laughs> also, I saw that uh, the day one that it came out, 400,000 uh, Twitch, Twitch viewers compared mm-hmm. to Fortnite's mm-hmm. 142,000. Mm-hmm. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> We got them. <laughs> Put your hands up, boys and girls. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anything that you guys want to say? Uh, any final thoughts or anything about, you know, just what you guys do, what you're excited for with the club, anything? Uh, well, 
I'm a third generation legacy at Ball State, and esports means the world to me. I've been playing video games from the ripe young age of uh, three, as controversial as that sounds. Uh, NES for life. I didn't life, like that but... adjective. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm normal, so it's fine, guys. But, <laughs> um, I really look forward to Cardinal Esports growing as an organization, and I would love to see Ball State pick up on the potential it has. Yeah, and it's true, too, because you give yourself not that much credit because you're literally the part of us growing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's an internal element of just, like, members and stuff, but that that's on us. But other than that, no one's going to know about us if you don't step up that game with the... You know, the, the Facebook and the and the Twitter and the Instagram <laughs> and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, anything about you? Uh, yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think Cardinal Esports has a lot of great potential and a lot of great things coming in the future. And so I think if you are looking for a way to get into gaming, uh, even if you aren't, like, that great, I think everyone in this room can vouch. I am garbo. I'm hot garbage at video games. But for some reason, people like to watch me on, on Twitch. So I kind of share that with the world. So if you're into that stuff, join join the team. Get involved. It's such it's so, it's so important. Oh, yeah. 10 out of 10 agree. We have a sh- our first major streaming workshop for, like, streamers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming uh, this February 13th. February 13th. It's a so Wednesday. This Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here in Teachers College, if you are a student, uh, there's an email about that going out, I believe, Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, which hopefully this podcast probably won't be out by then. Not hopefully, but uh, unfortunately, the podcast might not be out by by Sunday. Uh, so hopefully it's out before yeah. you know, Wednesday, because obviously mm-hmm. I, just, I just plugged an old event, and that's not... It's not nice. We dated it. We dated we, we, we dated, dated the video. It. Yeah, it's uh, Friday, That's February a big 8th. No-no. Uh, about 8:37 and I promise we will be out of here by 8. So it's okay. It's on February 13th, 2020. <laughs> yeah, but uh, also I have a, sh- a stream giveaway. It's going to be March yeah. 15th at 3:30 to 8:30. We're going to be giving away hopefully a lot of games. But hopefully. if you are if you are a business I'll be there. If you are a, a business owner or per employee of a business and you would like to help us give games to the world, uh, don't reach out to me. I'm at Saxamego on Twitter. That's S-A-X-A-M-E-G-O. And, uh, yeah, let's work together. Thank you. Awesome. Um, thanks, Austin, and thanks, Sam. I uh, appreciate you guys being here. We're also going to get another further intense uh, podcast coming next week. Um, or sorry, not next week, but the week after about um, about streaming and just you know the logistics behind it all with uh, uh, oh, her and then a couple other streamers that we have and maybe mm-hmm. a YouTube content creator depending on what the schedules line up to be. So uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having I, us. Uh, it was a pleasure. I Hope love to see you. you guys again. <laughs> of course. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> talk a little, or no, you're fine. Last, okay. Last but not least, we got a little bit of. Do you need me to talk a little in there? Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. Last but not least, we have. Uh, our man Gabe, he's our. Uh, actually, I'm not gonna say it. You do it. You're our, you introduce your own self. I'm not gonna introduce <laughs> you for you. All right. Well, I am Gabe Gomez. I am the league coordinator here at Ball State Esports. What's your uh, What's your year? Where are you from? What's, uh, uh, what's What's the deal? Yeah. So I'm a junior right now. Um, I'm from Clayton, Indiana. I don't, nobody knows where it is. It's, I know where that's at. Oh, really? Yeah. Super small town uh, next to Plainfield Avon. Yep, if I'm, you're familiar with I'm those from areas. Avon. Oh, okay. That's why I know about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, born in Gary. Uh, only lived there for a couple years, then moved to my now home in Clayton. Uh, 
I have a llama farm. Interesting a fact. Llama farm. Yeah, really. that's interesting. Yeah, that's what everybody says. Um, yeah, I've been playing League of Legends for I want to say six years. I started playing when I was a freshman in high school. I think that was like season three, and now we're on season nine, so roughly six years. And like, what what got you started in the playing league? Like, was it just um? So I actually went over to my cousin's house and I just snuck into his room because he wasn't there and I was bored. Uh, I saw his computer and it had a game called League of Legends. Literally just, just clicked that, cl- clicked it, <laughs> opened like, it up. <laughs> like a little kid. You got games in your phone? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> opened it up, played a game as Annie, I think was my first champ that I played as. And the rest was history. I've played ever since. Awesome. But yeah, well, stuff like that is awesome. Like that's literally my first story too with my, where my games came from with the... Uh, where I got in, like, competitive with uh, Halo. Um, oh. Uh, mainly, I, I really had no desire to play Halo. Like, I played, or desire to play competitively, at least. I played the first Halo growing up. Um, and then it's just I really didn't realize how big the multiplayer was until I went over to a friend's house, and they had uh, Halo 2 on. Mm, and Halo yeah. 3 was out by then, but it was, like, in that weird stage when Halo 3 was new, and, like, people didn't really want to move up to, like, right. the, the competitive on Halo 3 yet because, yeah. you know, it was Halo 2 still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and they were playing some Halo 2 multiplayer, and I was like, wow, I really love Halo. And then that's when I got into Halo. So it was similar situations yeah. between you and League. So yeah. um, what... I mean, this this desire for League, other than... What, why did you like it? What, why was it a game that you were um, like, oh, this is fantastic, and then you stuck with it for six-plus years? Yeah, so before that, I really never played a MOBA, which is uh, the type of league or type of game that League is. Uh, I really only played Call of Duty at the time. I think it was just multiplayer. Um, the reason I stuck with it is just because it was something new. I don't know if... Like, everybody has the experience where they f- play a game for the first time, oh, yeah. and it's like, wow, I can never... Because <laughs> I know all the stuff now after you played it once. Like, I can never have that feeling again for this game. But for some reason, just playing League, uh, having the different champs that I could learn, um, it was just an awesome experience. And then I finally found out I was decent at it. And <laughs> <laughs> so ever since, I've just been playing it uh, to get better. Uh, competitive scene, ranked, all that. You know, now I have pretty much my own team to play with here at Ball State, and we're actually surprisingly good and only dropped a match so far out of 10 games uh, tournament here. Yeah, tell us about the tournaments. Tell us about what you uh, what you guys do. Yeah, so uh, right now I am the coordinator, so I just um, I try to find tournaments, events for us to play in. Uh, we're currently in uh, a C-Star League, which is just a collegiate league, uh, you know, play every weekend, other other colleges to play against. Uh, we're nine and one in that so far, so we're pretty hot. On a, we just lost our first game last weekend, so I mean, not a big deal. Um, the disappointment. Yeah, I mean, what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> and then the tournament uh, happens March ninth and tenth, and apparently it's going to be a really big tournament. Our first tournament that we are actually traveling to. Ooh, where's it at? Uh, it's at F- Purdue Fort Wayne. Oh, Purdue. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we actually ha- apparently um, from the. Uh, coordinator there that we have a really good chance for one of the top rated teams going. awesome when, uh, when you say that was what date was that it was march 9th and march 10th. 9th and 10th so that's yeah. the week coming off a of spring break yes yeah, that's one of the issues we have to work around is, yeah. you is know, that during spring break or is it like it's the like weekend the coming back from spring weekend break? coming back yeah all right well that's uh i, I might actually go try to go uh watch that i'll just uh, give you some uh some behind the scenes a little bit <laughs> from there 
Yeah. Um, Purdue's not too far from from Indy, is where I'm from. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that, I'm all about it. I'm all about going to live events and stuff like that, especially mm-hmm. against, you know, my own college. So, yeah. awesome. That's it awesome. It should be really fun, really competitive. So, uh, t- tell me a little bit about coordinating uh, coordinating your team and, and everything else. There were going to be other coordinators, but sadly, you're the only one that really showed up. And I'm, yeah. it's kind of saddened, but it's fine because yeah. you know what that means? You're just more important. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah, so. This is my first semester uh, coordinating uh, league, and you know I'm really new to it, still figuring out you know some of the elements to it. Uh, right now, I've been focusing more on the competitive side of things since um, I took over. That was one of the only things that were set up. And then um, after I, I just now put out a Discord message, uh, trying to find more people for a second team for competitive. And um, after I do that, I'm hoping to start like more of a casual night on the weekends. Uh, more of a casual night, uh, learn how to play, you know, just have fun in the student center gaming lab. Um, yeah, that's really what I have for the rest of the semester. And hopefully coming back next year, I'll be able to find a lot more tournaments for the competitive side of awesome. things. So that for looking into like futuristic goals of, uh, you know, your position as being like the coordinator for the league, mm-hmm. like you mentioned it a little bit, you just having a... Uh, more events planned out and other stuff like right. that. But what other things would you rather see um, grow on top of all this being, you know, a, a team captain, in a sense, uh, yeah. towards all this? Yeah, so I think one of the really big goals I'd like to have, and I know this is a really hard thing to achieve, but, I mean, it'd be super nice, uh, is actually just have a place to where, you know, everybody can play at once. I know we had the the gaming lab, but, I mean, it's mostly for, you know, uh, other students to use you know it's not really a set place for you know you know yeah, the competitive the players, talk of, yeah. of league but um i'd hope to you know have our own place just to where we can be you know gamers in in our um in our own in- environment because you know it gets kind of loud it gets kind of competitive um so yeah it'd just be nice to have our own little space i feel you know awesome. practice up um, I think that's on a, a lot of our goals. So we talked about it earlier with Corbin. He yeah. mentioned that he would want to have some kind of practice space for all of us, but too, because, I mean, we all go to the same school, but a lot of our stuff is, you know, it's computers and yeah, it's yeah. it's just a lot to, you know, have moved to move around Def- just every yeah, now and definitely. then. But like, just having like a room where it's got, you know, enough outlets and everybody yeah, and where you can just kind of walk yeah, in schedule and out, out it in, mm-hmm. yeah, um, just kind of walk in, set it up, and then you're there for a couple hours and play with people mm-hmm. playing the same game that you want to play competitive with and yeah. people on the same team. Um, that That's awesome, and that's an, another thing that we hope to do. Uh, so, Gabe, anything uh, final that you want to say? Anything interesting that you want to say about, mm-hmm. about League? Any fun facts that you just want to end us off with? You're the last for the night. Um... I'm just really glad that I can be a part of this organization, really. Uh, never really been anything like this before, not at my high school, you know. I've only really seen competitive su- stuff on Twitch, you know, and then solo key ranked, which is really, if you play League, you know how it is. Um, <laughs> and just a really awesome thing we're doing here. I'm glad I could be a part of it. Awesome. Uh, well, also, I'll be having uh, another podcast here uh, coming in the next few weeks, uh, just solely about league and um, all the other players, uh, just so we can learn a little bit more about that. If you have no idea what it is, uh, someone like Gabe who knows exactly what he's doing all the time, someone like me who has no idea what the hell <laughs> league is, uh, and then someone like an in between who just kind of like, oh yeah, I know what that means. Oh, really, that's what that means, kind of deal. <laughs> Um, so, uh, thanks, Gabe. Thanks for coming out. Hey, thank uh, thanks for being the last person. Thanks for sticking us with this entire podcast uh, for everyone listening. And, uh, yeah, have a good day. Have a good rest right. of your evening or whatever day this is for whoever's <laughs> listening. Um, 
thanks, Gabe. Thanks for your time. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Awesome. Uh, and I think that'll do it for us with uh, this podcast number two uh, with just all the admin and all the executive members for Cardinal Esports. Um, again, this is uh, my name is Nathan Valdez. I'm the podcast the podcast manager and the uh, the email manager here for the club. Um, and just want to say thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, come back next time we have a podcast. The scheduling is kind of rough sometimes because we're all lead busy college lives and we all busy playing mm-hmm. games because that's yeah. literally what we do. Uh, so uh, thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you next time. Uh, esports, etc. See ya.